The following program is rated D for dumb. is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Dave Canyon. Are you ready to dumb it down? All right, let's do it. Let's do it. It is November 10th, 2019. I think this is episode 117. Well, I mean, 170. Sounds like a milestone. I've never done 170 before. So let's make it a good one. We'll do the best we can. Dave Canyon here, your pragmatic podcaster. Appreciate you tuning in to the show, however you found it. I'm on, uh, I don't know how many different platforms now. You know, Apple uh, Podcast and iTunes, uh, what it used to be. I'm Spotify, of course, Spreaker, and the website. You can go to the website, dumbingitdownwithdave.com, and you can listen to it there. I'm also on YouTube. Somebody said they listened to the show on YouTube. One of the guys at my job just got married. Hasn't shaved in 20 years, but he just got married. Anyway, so uh, he said to me, yeah, I listened to your show on YouTube. I said, wow, it seems like a... Seems like a little bit awfully inconvenient when you you know you're using up all that data. It's just a static picture, but whatever. He likes that YouTube um, instead of going to Spreaker or anywhere else. So anyway, uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Uh, you heard some uh, interesting things here at the beginning of the show. You heard uh, going for a drive. Uh, that was from Hal Aaron. Thank you, Hal Aaron. Hal in Philly. Tales of the Road Warriors is the name of his um, podcast, amongst others. He also has Easy When You Know How. Easy When You Know How. He's got about seven or eight episodes of that on Spreaker. Tales of the Road Warriors is Stitcher and other platforms as well. You heard an AI voice there. You heard uh, Emma. I love Emma. Love me some Emma. And um, that's from Linda from Awesome Insanity Surfers. Linda Irwin provides the AI voices. And, of course, you heard the old reliable Alex Exum from alexexum.com. And uh, he has a show called Live Talk that he does live. That's why they call it Live Talk every Tuesday from um, 10 to 11 Eastern Time, 7 Pacific. 
Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Linda. And thank you, Hal, for contributing to the show. And thank you to all of you who uh, share the show on Facebook, on Twitter, and you leave comments. And uh, I hope you share it with your world. I hope you tell people because that's how the show grows. I do my part. You know, I engage. I say hello to people. I uh, send messages. I do what I can. I have Pauline in the Philippines now doing some social media work for me. Some of you have seen it on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. So she's taking care of that, and we're tweaking all that as we go. Um, I don't have access. Well, I do, but I don't want to do it right now. Access to my statistics. My statistics. I have to emphasize that. Otherwise, I think I'll just statistics. You know, I won't do it right because I'm a little exhausted. But um, that I mentioned it was November 10th, and it's noon. And let me give you a quick weather report. It is mostly cloudy. It is not sunny. Most days it is sunny. It was nicer before, I think, was it? No, yesterday was really nice. So it was sunny. It's been cold. Winter is here. It is November 10th. So winter is here. Officially or unofficially, I'm not really sure. Right? I think December 21, whatever is the official winter. But anyway, it feels like winter. I got my wool cap on. Not now in the car, but last night I did. Um, it's chilly. I don't like to spend too much time outside of my truck. It's cold. And the cold makes me have to pee even more. I pee a lot. But the cold, as soon as it hits the sensitive areas, which is the entire body, uh, I have to pee even more. So that's not a lot of fun when you're a truck driver. It's a big thing. We had to relieve yourself. As a, as a well, I don't know even, I can't even imagine how women truck drivers do it. Um, but men truck drivers, we basically go everywhere and all the time. Because the last thing you want to do is be stuck in traffic and, you know, be holding it in. I've done that way too much. I spend most of my nights holding in pee and uh, rubbing my head trying to stay awake. It's torture. It's brutal. And then I get out of the truck and I'm hunched over like an old man because these trucks are, uh, you know, taking a beating on the Cross Bronx and, uh, you know, all these roads that I'm on. Not a trucking show. Definitely not a trucking show. Hello, Dave. Yes, Harry. This is Harry. Yes, this is not a show about truck driving. I, I know. Okay. Thank you, Harry. You're right. You know, I, I, I rather deal with Emma than Harry, but I like Harry. Um, I like them both. They're a nice couple. So, um, yeah, so that's what I do. I'm holding back pee. Poop is not an issue. I'm quite regular. But I'm on this high-fiber diet. And I got to tell you, I think it's it's pushed my schedule either back or forward, whatever the words are. Uh, I have to go earlier than I normally. I'm like, I complete the day's work. Dave, we don't really need to hear about your bowel movements. No, it's not bowel movements. It's just, it's human, human behavior, humanity. This is what I do. You do the same thing. You're in a situation where you have to go and uh, I'm just sharing with you. So this way, see, when I share these things, it's in a way to be entertaining, to be informative, somewhat compelling, hopefully, but also to let you know that it's okay. It's not your fault. We're the same. I'm a human. You're a human. For the most part, I can tell, you know, we're all human. And we have these issues. These are issues where a lot of radio show hosts, podcast hosts don't want to talk about. People are embarrassed. They're embarrassed to talk about pee and poop. This whole half hour will not be about pee and poop. I realize that a lot of people hit the button right away. Oh, this guy has nothing to talk about. Once you get, the comedians used to say this when I was doing stand-up. Once you get into the routine, you know, you got a seven-minute spot. Once you get into peas and poops, you know, you have nothing to say. 
But that's not true. I have something to say. This is my every day. And I work five days a week for the most part uh, for the last, you know, two or three months since September. And uh, except for one week, uh, I worked four days that week. But every other week I've been working five days, you know, 14 hours a day. And it's exhausting. And I rub my head. I rub my neck. I do things to keep myself awake. You know, of course, the, the overeating. And with the overeating comes the peas and poops. And now, with a high-fiber diet, there's a sense of urgency that comes about an hour or two earlier than normally. Than normally. Normal. Yes. Normally, you'd be like, okay, I'm done. I fueled my equipment. I did it. I cleaned. I, I did my post-trip. You know, uh, I do my paperwork. I do everything. And then I go, okay, you know what? Before I leave for a long drive home, when I used to commute, um, I'll, uh, I'll leave a little gift, I call it little gift for the city of wherever I work. In this particular case, it would be Rensselaer. I used to say that to a friend of mine. You're going home? Yeah, first I want to leave a little gift for the city of Rotterdam when I worked in Rotterdam, York. That's what I call it. I like to leave a little gift. Let them take care of it. I don't need to take it home. I got plenty of it at home. Got a big cement septic system. It's all loaded with my gifts. So I try to do it, you know. Some guys don't like, some people don't like to go when they're not at home. I go everywhere and anywhere. Uh... In the woods, I've done it twice, I think. Not even the woods, like the side of the road. That's how bad a couple of times it's gotten for me. Not recently, but years ago. Like, oh my God, I can't, you know. Boom, pull over, side of the road. I'm hanging onto the guardrail. Yeah, there's a little humanity for you. There's a little humility for you. Yes, I have done my business on the side of the road. We're not talking peas, we're talking poops. Really, Dave, you couldn't, you couldn't coordinate your life in such a way where you use the bathroom? Well, the last time, if you if you want if you must hear it, if you must, if you insist on hearing a poop story, I'll tell you a poop story. And I tell you, it's been 170 episodes, and what a milestone! I think I've gone this long without a poop story. And you don't have to listen to it. Of course, you could fast forward, or you could just stop listening. You know, it doesn't hurt my feelings. And you can at least leave a comment, Dave. I couldn't listen to the poop story. Um. I got to tell you, for the most part, you know the ending. So, yeah, it, you know, it's all going to come out in the end. So I was at a truck stop in Springfield, Vermont. And um, what do they call it? Irving? Irving or something like that. It doesn't matter. But I was in a, uh, I was coming back from um, Littleton, New Hampshire. Do you know where that is? It doesn't matter. And uh, I was at a truck stop in... Springfield, Vermont. I was basically halfway back to my destination. And I took a break. I took my, my government-mandated half-hour break because nobody knows better than the government when it's time to pull over and take a break. And normally, without fail, I will do any and all business, whether it's take a nap, whether it's you know to eat, or you know, peas and poops, texting, whatever. Whatever I can do, I do it in that half-hour. Well, this particular night, morning, it was probably morning, definitely morning, like 2 or 3 in the morning, um, I took a nap. I don't remember if I ate. It doesn't matter, but I took a nap. I woke up. I said, okay. Now, remember, it's always about sleep deprivation, and it's always about brain degradation. That is just a constant. It comes standard now with my brain, with my body. Sleep deprivation and brain degradation. And uh, I woke up and I said, okay, time to go. Turn the key. Boom, we were gone. 
But what I should have done, and I, what I normally do, is I take a precautionary measure. I'll call it a preemptive pee or a preemptive poop. In military terms, they call it a you know, preemptive strike. I think they call it, a, or maybe it's not so military, but in my brain, you know, where else would I be thinking, right? In my elbow, it's a preemptive strike. The strike before the strike. So normally I do a preemptive rest stop during my rest stop, right? I, I go. Just to make sure, empty everything out, and boom. Now I know I'm good. If I empty everything out, I know I'm good for another couple of hours, as long as I don't replenish with more fluids and more solids. Well, this particular night, I did not. I just left. I, I just, you know, I just took off. Dave, dear, oh, this is Emma. Emma, thank God. This is not the show you wanted to do. Yeah, you're probably right, Emma. It's not the show I wanted to do. I actually didn't have a show in mind, Emma. But um, we're doing it. We're doing it. And we're going to get it done. We probably won't do it again. So I think when I leave Springfield, it's another two hours to get my, to my destination. It's basically halfway. But at 3 o'clock in the morning, and it doesn't matter if it was 8 o'clock in the morning or 11 o'clock in the morning or 5 o'clock in the afternoon, there's very little in between. There is some. But there's very little in between Springfield, Vermont, and Rensselaer, New York, where I can pull over a tractor and a trailer, park it, right? You know, pull it over, park it, and walk into a restroom and take care of the situation. It's it's hard. It's very hard. When I'm out there on the road and I'm pulling a set of doubles, it's virtually impossible. So you always have to find that opportunity. It's one of the things about being a truck driver that I'm very aware of, especially at the age of 56, is that... You, you can't take these these things for granted. You got to go. And you got to preemptively go. Well, I didn't do that. Anyway, and then, not only did I not take care of business, but now I'm in a back road, a windy, uphill, downhill back road. And it's dark. And there's nothing out there for me. Zero. At 3 o'clock in the morning, nothing. There's really nothing... Until, I'm pretty sure until I get all the way back. I might be wrong. There might be a place here or there. But in this particular story, it didn't matter. Because I made it about an hour. And guys, I was screaming in pain. I was actually on the phone with somebody. And I was making all the noises you could possibly make. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm going to die. Oh, I'm going to make a mess. I'm going to make a mess. Oh, oh. And I was on the phone with a friend of mine. And I don't know why I was on the phone with anybody. Because at that point, it's over. You know. And then, you know, you get the... First it starts, you know, with those really quick passes of the gases. You know, it kind of relieves the pain. Like, you go, oh my God, I feel so much pain. And then, oh. You just pass a little gas. A little relief valve. You know where that is. And then, alright. Okay, I'm good. If I could just feel like this... For the next hour, I'll be fine. But it's just, your body starts going, hey, we're giving you a very loud and clear signal. You know when the, in the cartoons, or the, the work whistle, remember back in the day, they would have that, woo, and the whistle would have a face, and he'd be whistling, woo, you know, break time, woo, end of day, or whatever. Well, my body was giving a signal. Woo, you know, my, that's not what my gas sounds like, but it was like, hey, We've uh, we've done our job. Now it's up to you. You've got to do your job. 
but I was neglective. Neglectant? Neglectant. Neglective. Negulatory. Negative. I didn't do my job. I didn't do my preemptive. And uh, my body was screaming. Well, anyway, really long story short, uh, it was a painful ride for the next hour or so. But I ended up uh, pulling over in a rest stop. Not even a rest. No, it's not. It's just a, an asphalt pullover in Manchester, Vermont. Some of the people listening to the show know exactly what I'm talking about. Exit 4, as a matter of fact, on Route 7. And, uh, you know, 3.34, 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, I'm finding a spot where I can hide. Not in the woods. I'm not going in the woods. Not with raccoon and possum and elk. Uh, moose. Not elk. There's an elk. I know there's a moose. Whatever. I'm not doing it. And I just went alongside the guardrail and did what I had to do to save my life, to save my job, to save my pants, to save everything. To ruin it for somebody else, but to save it for me. And uh, that's it. That's basically, I did my business on the side of the road, hanging onto a guardrail, in pain, because now everything's compacted. Everything's like, Ugh! Like, I'm almost going to poop out a diamond. That's how hot and compacted everything was. It's like, oh! And um, it would be nice, you know, even a, 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 what do you call it, a Rubik's Zirconia, you know, anything. It was just like painful, really painful. And I got to tell you, the, the relief that you feel after the utmost of pain, the relief was so relieving. It was the greatest feeling of relief ever. And uh, I made it all the way back and everything was fine. I've done that in my life I think twice. Pretty sure it was twice. Anyway, so that's it. You've been waiting for it, and here it is. I think it's episode 170, milestone episode. First time I tell you the poop story. A poop story. The other one will probably come to me at some point. I don't really remember it. But, um, well, there you go. I was happy to share. If I could share it with anybody, I'd want to share it with you. And that's, that's the story there. It's one of those things. I don't know how women would do it. I don't know women. Uh, women can't go anywhere. So um, as far as I know, they're very they're a lot more touchy about uh, where they go. But you know, since then I've been very good about it. I'm very good about the preemptive. I'm very aware of the situation because if a trooper had seen me or if somebody had seen me and then reported me, I mean it's hard to see what you're doing at 65 miles an hour when people are driving by you, especially at 3:30, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning. You know, it's dark. Nobody can see you. But still, I know a, a buddy of mine, and I think I've mentioned this on the show once before, a buddy of mine had a situation where he had to make a pee, and he pulled over into the arrest area, you know, one of these uh, pickle parks. I don't know if you know what pickle park means. But he pulled over one of those pickle parks um, um, uh, southbound on, the, on the what they call the North Way. It's not the New York State Thruway. It's the North Way. And, uh, well, anyway... It happens to be I-87 anyway, but it doesn't matter. Well, he he jumped out real quick. He pulled over, jumped out real quick, and uh, was doing what he had to do. And sure enough, one of the authorities spotted him. And you know what? He got a ticket. He got a ticket. Now, does that make you uh, one of those, uh, you know, uh, what are you, this, you know, the, um, what's the word? Not pedophile. You know, sexual, sex offender? Because you got caught doing that out in public I think so I don't really know 
but uh, probably not because I can't imagine they would let you drive a truck after you become. But this was before sex offenders were registered and all that. So I'm not really sure. But it's an uncomfortable feeling and nobody likes to get caught. Nobody likes to get caught. It's the worst thing. You feel worse than a dog. A dog uh, doesn't even get caught. A dog, uh, like, it's part of the show. Like, yeah, let's go for a walk and then we'll take a break and then you'll do your business. Yeah, that's the whole reason for going out with a dog. So uh, you feel worse than that. You feel so humiliated because you didn't... Uh, my first thought is, yeah, everybody's looking at me like, well, look, of course he's going to the bathroom on the side of the road. Look at him, he's so fat. He can't control himself. So that's embarrassing. Plus, you know, they, he's too stupid to do a preemptive. Doesn't he know how to do a preemptive? Everybody knows how to do a preemptive. So I got a lot of thoughts in my head at 4 o'clock in the morning what people are going to be thinking when they see me. And now that I'm sharing the story with you globally on Dumbing It Down with Dave, the podcast... As your pragmatic podcaster, it doesn't bother me one bit. It doesn't bother me one bit. I could care less. It's the truth that happened. So, there you go. All right. Good. Definitely feeling the effects of this week. Five days. I think I did about, I don't know, 69, 70 hours of, uh, of employment. It's exhausting. Uh, and yesterday, Friday, no, yesterday was Saturday. No, Saturday, yeah. Yesterday, Saturday, instead of getting off of work and going straight to sleep, I had to go meet my wife somewhere because uh, we were looking at uh, materials to uh, do our bathroom. Oh, speaking of which, yeah, there you go. Hey, perfect segue. Wow, I didn't even plan that. I did not plan that. Perfect segue. Yeah, so we're working on the bathroom. And then, you know, then the kitchen. So we had to go to this place and pick out this and pick out that. And it went a lot better than I thought it would. It really wasn't that hard. And... Uh, you know, we have an idea of what we were looking for anyway, you know, as far as colors and stuff like that. Dave, are we really going to talk about your renovations of your bathroom now? Well, I just wanted to say something as far as being pragmatic. you got to remember, the show always, hopefully, if I remember, this is Dumbing It Down with Dave. We always try to come back to the pragmatic. We try to dumb it down for you. And when we're sitting there with this woman and we're talking about the bathroom and all the materials and things like that, colors and just so many choices, too many choices. Um, one of the things I said out loud was this item here, let's say it's the grab bars in the shower. Oh yeah, we didn't pick those out. I, mean, I don't remember now. It was something else. It was the hardware for the cabinets, you know, for the vanity. And I said to my wife, I said, you know, she goes, what do you think? And it was a display of like a hundred different things to choose from. Different finishes, you know, brush, nickel, brass, all that stuff, chrome, all that crap. And she says, what do you think? I said, you know what? I am not going to stand here and spend a lot of time on something I'm barely going to notice for the rest of my life. I'm not going to get something contemporary because if we're going with a cottage look, I'm not getting contemporary. But I don't want to get something that everybody else has. And I don't want to get something that's so avant-garde, you know, something really crazy. I don't want that. So I just said, you know what? We're not going to spend a lot of time. I'm just going to look, look, and I'm going to make a decision. We're going to be done with it. And that's it. And there was other items as well where I said, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and deliberate for 20 minutes about the negative, you know, the pros and the cons of this, this, and this. There's certain things we're just going to say, hey, give me that. I want that. And that'll be it. And that's what we did. And we were out of there pretty quickly. That. Not too quick, but, you know, quick enough where you go, yeah, that wasn't a long, drawn-out thing, because I didn't get any sleep. And then, of course, you know, afterwards, I ran back to my base of operations and took a nap in the van for about a little bit over four hours. 
which would explain why I'm yawning now. Because I'm exhausted. It's been a hell of a week. Anyway, so that's the story, folks, um, with Dumbing It Down with Dave. Let's do uh, five minutes left, six minutes left. Let's let's go look at some shows. Let's see what we've done. By the way, uh, don't forget, uh, so you, you heard a different intro today. I worked on it a little bit. And uh, you can always comment here on the Spreaker box for those of you that are on Spreaker. And lately, it's been a lot of Linda. She's, you know, she's the best. And then, uh, you know, I'll get Pat Mason in there every so often. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Linda. Uh, Hal, Hal in Philly. He's been chiming in. But it'd be nice to have a much wider selection. Not that those three aren't good enough. Just like to get a, a, a much wider selection, a little bit more of a, um, not redemption, a little bit more of a accountability. That's not even the word. You know, of who's listening. Who's listening. And right now, you know, I get the feeling, and sometimes Joe, Joe Foley from the No Sitting Sidelines on the Sidelines Dad, he might chime in a little bit. And I realize it's probably a lot to ask for for everybody to do it every week. I know that. I mean, I don't know it because I do it with a lot of you every week. I just, you know, I just go. I just do it. But I realize this is not really what the show needs to be about, is me getting comments. It just adds to the show that I can comment on your comments and we can have a discussion. Eventually, I'll go live. Eventually, I'll go live. I'll have a studio set up and uh, I'll be doing a live show. You know, I don't know when that's going to happen. I wouldn't hold your breath. You know, it could be in a year, it could be three years. I have no idea. But anyway, so there's that. Let's um, let's take a look at uh, some of these shows that I've done. I got like five minutes left. Last week I went over. Remember, I went over. That was horrible. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go over. All right. So an update on my buddy, um, my buddy Kyle, who got into a motorcycle accident. Uh, I hear he's getting a little bit better, but it's, you know, I wouldn't say he's better. He's He's, he was really bad, really, really bad. I don't know if he was coma bad. I don't know if he was uh, knocked out. I don't know how bad, but it was. it's bad. A lot of things are broken. Bones, you know, a lot of things you know, on the body are really bad. So uh, that's my medical term. That's the best I can do. It's not good. And it's not going to be a quick recovery. I don't know if he's going to be able to go back to work. And I don't know. I don't know anything at this point. I know much less... Than anybody, anytime, anywhere about anything. I know very little. Uh, I'm just praying for the best because he's a great guy. And uh, I'm sorry that this happened to him. I'm sorry it happened to his girlfriend. I hope the last show, uh, you know, uh, I didn't make light of it. You know, I, I, I titled the show, Watch Out for That Deer. But not like, hey, watch out for the deer. Like, it was really like, watch out for the deer. I should have wrote the instead of that. I think that changes the whole title. And I guess I could change it for watch out for that deer. The throughway is very gory right now. Incredibly, incredibly gory. All right, let me just check, quickly check. All right, three minutes. Three minutes. We'll probably just do one episode and then uh, we'll uh, end the show. So um, episode 169, that was a milestone episode, but it's not anymore. In this episode, recorded in my caravan on I-87 northbound on my way to work, I talk about my friend Kyle and his encounter with a deer. I talk about the goriest time of the year on the road. I read some listeners' comments as well. Yes, I did. Now, so I read, I think, episode 168's comments. So let's look at episode 169's comments. Um, we'll start from the order in which they appeared. Linda Irwin wrote, Good thoughts for recovery sent to your friend. Thank you, Linda. I appreciate that. And I wrote, Thank you, Linda. Be careful out there. And then um, Hal Aaron, Hal and Philly wrote, 
See, it's nice. You get a different a different voice, different perspective. If we got five to ten comments every show, that would be wouldn't that be amazing? We could just you know every other show would be the bonus show. We would talk about the you know the previous show's comments. I would love to do that. Hal Aaron wrote, "I almost hit an elk near the Grand Canyon when I drive back to Philly from L.A. I had to swerve so hard it caused seven hundred dollars of damage." To my car's undercarriage. Almost damaged my underwear too. Wow. That is some hard swerve. And that's what I wrote. I wrote that was some hard swerve. That's that's a hard swerve, Hal. Good story. Thank you for sharing, Hal. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on board. Thanks for you know, sharing me uh, the music. Going for a drive. It's a great song. I actually will listen to it sometimes. While I'm going down the road. I just listen to it. I like it. Four minutes and 14 seconds I think it is. It's a, it's a good, good episode. I'm a good, good uh, tune. All right, so I'm not going to go and do another one because that's how I got into trouble last time. We went over. Um, I don't want to go over. But don't forget, folks, please tweet me at Dumb with Dave. Please email me at Dumbing It Down with Dave at Yahoo. Please leave a message here on the Spreaker box. Um, you know, you definitely feel sh- free to share it on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, anywhere you can share it. I'm on so many different platforms. It's ridiculous. I really could use your help. I love when I see the shares because that means that you care. And you, and you want to help me. And I... And the more people, believe me, I'm never going to forget you guys. But the more people that chime into the show, the better it is. The more diverse opinions, the more, and the better the, the live show will be when we finally get to the live. You know, I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, I think we're good, right? Are we good? I think we're good. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dumbing It Down with Goodbye, good day, good night, good luck, good riddance, Godspeed, good racks, and great skills. Take care.